0: You're listening to The Hats We Wear. I'm Beth Echefano. This is the podcast where guests talk about the hats they're wearing, the joys and struggles they encounter while wearing those hats, and the way they've navigated through and overcome those struggles. My hope is you'll be able to connect with their struggle and realize that you too can overcome. Thank you for listening. back to The Hats We Wear. Today I'm happy to have Verlaine Crawford with me. She's going to talk about the hats she wears, the joys and struggles of those hats, and how she's overcome them. Thank you for joining me, Verlaine.
1: I'm delighted to be here. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. So what hats are you wearing right now?
1: Well, right now I'm wearing publisher. I have uh, my own company called High Castle Publishing. I'm an author. I've written six books, and I just did two books this year, and just finished the second one, Endless Shades of the Mystical Rose. Mm -hmm. And the one before that was The Power of Wholeness. And uh, it's played an important part in the way that I'm able to balance uh, the different things that I'm doing in my life. Uh, The other hats uh, include helping people with their marketing. And I also am a spiritual teacher uh, that I've been able to work with people in terms of their past lives and for terms of uh uh being a medium and uh it's been fascinating i haven't been doing that that much uh for a number of years uh because i had proper jobs (laughs) Mm -hmm. but the truth is that that uh, ability to tap into other dimensions has been very helpful in my life and the that um having the guidance of the angels uh, makes a huge difference because they help you so much to protect you and also to uh, lead you to opportunities, which has been the case for me. So I uh, have a wonderful partner. So I do the cooking. That's one Mm -hmm. of my hats and I've (laughs) learned because as a professional and an executive, I have to say, I didn't very do much cooking. In fact, you could look in my refrigerator in the past and it was empty, mm-hmm. you know, except for some yogurt. And <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and I do gardening and uh, and then I get, really just tried to stay physically fit. So in a way, those are all hats. I know for some people that's uh, normal, but in the past I have worked three jobs at a time. Mm-hmm. And then I had my own consulting company, which meant I had a lot of different clients. And so that ability to balance and sort of be like a juggler, you know, has been something that I I think I learned quite well. Although at times you can become crazy and uh, (laughs) be overwhelmed with anxiety and exhausted Mm -hmm. and all of those things. I did have, I do have a goddaughter. I didn't, was not able to have children, but I uh, asked God for. To bring some children into my life, and three little girls from a family I kind of semi-adopted in terms of uh, creating Christmas for them, and because yeah. they didn't have the money to do things. So, oh, and that's wonderful. the oldest is now a, a physician; she's a pediatrician, and she has three little girls of her own now. So it's uh, it's been incredible, an amazing life. There's been ups and downs, and accidents, and all kinds of things that you know, like normal, it seems to kind of put you on hold and yet at the same time, make you grow.
0: So let me ask you, I am a medium as well. Um, So that right there uh, piqued my interest. Um, I'm wondering if the mediumship guided you to being a writer, like where did the writing come in? Was there any connection there? Like you felt a need that you wanted to, um, I don't know, just just reach people through your writing?
1: That's a fascinating thing to ask, yes. Uh, as a little girl, my first name was Verlaine and my, uh, my mom called me Kathy for a long time and I wanted to be Verlaine. And it turned out, you know, my father's name was Vern, and my mother's name was Elaine. But uh, I I looked it up in the dictionary, and I found out that Paul Verlaine was a poet. And I like to think my grandfather, who named me, knew that. So I said, well, then I have to be a poet. <laughs> so I had to start writing poetry uh, as a little girl. And and the idea of sharing what you see, explaining it, uh, talk about it, you know, description—all of that was very important to me. And it's interesting. After I started channeling uh, in 1987, um, my I, I demonstrated what I had uh, learned and the experience with my uh, mother. And my brother said, oh, I know that voice because it's a different voice. And uh, I know that voice. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, when you tell me stories as a little boy to help me go to sleep, that was the voice. Yeah. So isn't that interesting that yeah. you asked that question? Yeah. Um, I'm always fascinated with people and their motivations. And so reading And learning about that and so forth, but it wasn't until '87 that my ability to do that came through. But I had been listening to my intuition. My intuition would get very loud at times, Mm -hmm. you know. And that was uh, the way I met my my love of my life. Uh, We've been we met 54 years ago. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and we had uh, some time apart and then came back together as if nothing had happened. We were 15 years apart, and uh, he was in Europe doing things, and I was asked to go and teach in Japan and Hong Kong and Australia and do all these things. So it seemed during that period of time that we were apart. He was building homes and doing all kinds of things that helped his growth, and I did all kinds of things that helped mine. Um, I don't think we would have done it. If we were together, you know what I mean, yeah. I mean we needed that different. Uh, if there's a Cahil Gibran who has that beautiful book, The Prophet. He talks about two people in love that they're two trees, and they intertwine
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then they come apart and intertwine. And that's what I always thought about that period of time. So anyway, to meet him was totally intuition. I was told to go to the passport agency. Uh, and i it was in Los Angeles, and i I got, I have a passport. You know, I just got back from Europe. And they said, "No, go. And so the more I thought about it, I thought, well, maybe there's a job there because I wasn't working at the time. I just got back. And I go to the passport agency and I'm uh t- signing in because they needed summer help. and um uh, and the lady said to me when I was leaving, I passed the test and everything which was the easiest test in the world <laughs> and this uh she said oh there's a young man that you're going to want to meet here you know I think you'll get along well and I said okay and so then when I went back and was signing in I felt this heat on the back of my head as I was mm-hmm. signing in. I turned around and there there was John you know it's just like whoa and uh yeah so that was the beginning of that relationship and going you know he was off by himself in a table and the cafeteria and then I went to see him (laughs) and talk to him and he'd been to Europe so that began our conversation our travel and once I think we were together about 10 years and someone you know now the people were getting married and then divorced very quickly and someone asked John why uh you guys are still together what what's going? how does that work and he said well we started a conversation we haven't finished it (laughs)
0: oh I love that how wonderful
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we're still in the Go that's a great conversation.
0: Way to, oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the thing with Zoom. Um, that's a great way to learn to trust your intuition, because someone something was nudging you to go to about your passport and like, well, I just came back. Obviously, I, I don't don't need to, but you did anyway. So you trusted it and you went, and that's yes, part of yes. But you know what's mind. interesting?
1: Yeah, it's what's interesting. It, it 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 when it's times like that, different experiences. Um, it's very loud, you know, same with the channeling. It was like, uh, go to this, uh, garage sale. <laughs> I love it that I learned to channel by going to a garage sale, you know, just because there was a young man there who had just learned. And, you know, I could go into that also if you want, but, uh, it was, it's just been fascinating. Everything in my life that has been helpful. It was because of my intuition. And so I actually believe, and I, this is for the people, you've got so many hats, you've got so many things you're doing. And I was talking to a lady another the other day, a client, and she said, um, I'm spending more time thinking about what I'm going to have to do than I actually do it. And I said, yes, that's the point. That's the problem. You know, you're so busy thinking, oh, I got to go to the grocery store. I've got to go do this. I've got to do that. I've got to clean up. I, oh my, you know, and you're not doing it. You're thinking about it and it's taking up a lot of time. And so the key thing is to get focused. You have to make a list. You have to make a list of your things you're doing and then really look at it and see what's very important first. And usually that's in terms of time that we depend on too much. And so if you look at your list and you say, okay, uh, I've got to fix lunch for this person that's coming over. Well, that's the first thing That's you do it, you know, you, you just look at everything in terms of that timing and not worrying so much about what else you have to do at that moment in time. Yeah. Um, it's very tricky because we are too dependent on the concept of time. And what I've seen is you can expand it, you know, you can attract, retract it. There's so much, it's much more flexible
0: mm-hmm.
1: than we give it credit for.
0: Yeah. So what kind of, um, what kind of books do you write? What kind of author are you?
1: I've, I've been on self-help. And so the first book was Ending the Battle Within. And that came about, um, gosh, Ah. <sighs> I had an experience uh, when I was 27, I was working with an ad agency in Los Angeles. I was very excited because I was chief copywriter working with the creative people and doing the writing and and so forth. And uh, this was like RCA, uh, Pontiac, uh, Airlines, they were, you know, it was good clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went down, it was about 5.30 and I went to the elevator to go down. This was a big building. There was 15, oh no, 20-some stories in Los Angeles on Miracle Mile. I love that what happened <laughs> uh, was have such funny names because it was Life Assurance Building and on Miracle Mile and so I go down under the building small room and two doors and two elevators and I come out of the elevator start walking towards the door and I pass a man dressed in a guard uniform and My intuition said run. And I argued. Now, anybody that's listening or watching, please do not argue with whatever comes through that sounds really odd, like turn the wheel of the car, all right? Turn it, run, do whatever it says. Then you've got to trust it. And people say, well, how do I know it's my intuition? The first thing that comes is your intuition. The argument after that is your mind. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know way to put it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything that comes after that is your, is the mind going. Oh, Something oh, that flies
0: oh, out of absolutely nowhere.
1: Yeah. It comes in and you're going, mm-hmm. what? No. Don't yeah. no, spend time going what? <laughs> no questions. Obey. Mm-hmm. And And, um, oh God. And so I, before I could get my hand on the, on the knob to open the door. He had his arm around my neck and a knife at my throat. And he started pushing me toward the other door. So you have two doors and two elevators, okay? So he's pushing me like that with that. Uh, and I'm trying to, he's like choking me with that arm. And so I'm kind of trying to hold it down. But you got the knife, you know, so yeah. it's very yeah. And then I said the all-time great thing. I said, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny. But I said, calm down, you're hurting me. You know, like, yeah, maybe that's what's intention. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did it do anything though? It, what did it do anything? Did he respond? No, to it? no, it no? didn't okay. do anything.
1: It started <laughs> pushing me toward the other door. It kept pushing me, and then the other elevator went ding. The other one, and the door opened. We're standing right in front of it, and he transferred the knife to my back. The two men started coming out of the elevator. And he stabbed me in the back. And what it was interesting, I didn't feel the point of the knife or anything. I just felt a thump. But as I was getting into the elevator, um, I felt a pop and that and my lung collapsed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and so the pain was awful. And so I thought I was dying. And I uh, it was really interesting because this phrase came to mind, and is was, God, if, if I don't die, uh, if I live, make me an instrument of your peace, and I didn't know where that came from, but it evidently is, uh, what's his name, St. Francis said that, and anyway, so that's what happened there, and then they take me upstairs, and everybody, the police came, and this lovely man was just holding me i was just sitting on the edge of a table and he's holding me because i didn't want to lay down right and then the ambulance came and i went to the hospital and then in the hospital it was uh trying to get the iv in so i felt like i was getting more stabbed and then they <laughs> the doctor comes and stabs me in the chest to put a tube in so Very the well- lung you know yeah. it Listen, it was not fun, I can tell you. And it really, uh, really scared me, the whole thing. And then people telling me, oh, you know, they have old kidnapping and blah, 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 you know, all kinds of stuff. And and another point to anybody that's listening or watching, please, if someone's hurt, don't give them examples that are worse of that could have happened to them because they don't need that piled on their Mm -hmm. head at that Mm -hmm. time. yeah. Just be there, be there for them. And then there was one man a few days later who came to visit. He was the son of the owner of the ad agency. I didn't know him really well at all. And I couldn't see him because I'm laying down. But he said, you know, you're going to have to forgive him. And I'm going, it was so out of the blue that I'm going, wow. Yeah. But it stuck. It stayed with me stayed with me all from for years until I finally did, you know, forgive that person. And that was at a Shirley MacLaine workshop that she had out in Yucca Valley, which was just amazing that I got to be at. And uh, she did a meditation and she said, see the person that hurt you, see the person, see what the energy behind them and see it further back and further back. And then I realized behind him, and behind him is God, you know, because we're all part of God, so that was, um, yeah, quite something, anyway, I was moving ahead to tell you that it, I'm always, I was looking for help, and oh, I went back to work finally, after a few weeks, and looking for this man with the police to see if I could get him off the street, and uh, anyway, about a few months later, eight, eight months it was august when it happened it was march when the police came in and said everybody out of the building and they and i said what's going on they said bomb threat 15th floor and that was our floor so at that point it was piling up you know i was no longer parking under the garage i was afraid all the time and so i moved back to carmel uh, where i had gone to high school and you know i felt safe and I went to a psychiatrist to help me, and then I went to a workshop, and it was a neurolinguistics programming workshop. I was chosen to be one of the uh, the volunteer for a small part of the three day workshop, which was an integration technique, and it was so revolutionary for me to take these different parts of myself and the beliefs, the opposing beliefs and bring them together and Mm -hmm. so that was what was in my first book that story and the experience and what how it changed my life and the power of wholeness which is this book see i'm going out there again yep yep the power of wholeness is discovering more fulfilling successful and rewarding life is I really got into it? I took. I thought I was just going to rewrite and, and make a digital copy of Ending the Battle Within,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, the power of wholeness. I really get into the process continuously. It's very easy. I mean, when I went to Japan, I could do it with people in an hour. I mean, you they tell me what their problem is. We work with it, and the whole point is. I like to start workshops with the idea that we think of ourselves captain of our ship master of our fate right and I see it as a pirate ship
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the crew is planning mutiny okay so inside you have all these different subpersonalities, different parts of you and they hold different beliefs and they beliefs that we've collected over the years you know You have a part of you say, oh, it'd be wonderful to be rich. Oh, God, yes, I could do so many different things. I could help other people, blah, blah, blah. And the other part says, oh, rich people aren't nice people, you know. And if you got rich, you'd lose all your friends. And, you know, you can't get into heaven if you're rich. (laughs) You know, we have all these beliefs and they're opposing each other. Yes. And so what you do is you ask the part of you that has a certain belief because i believe that almost every subpersonality personality is their job is to hold on to that belief and keep proving it over and over again you only meet rich people who are not nice okay because
0: yeah. that's there
1: you, you, my mom used to say she had the saying all the good men are married and bar- are buried right oh good as a teenager and a young adult I, i'm supposed to think about the fact that all the good men are don't exist right yeah
0: yeah, so, so you're you're to a party. Right you walk into
1: see. Yeah, do you see the men that are available? Hell no, mm-hmm. because they're they don't exist for you. Yeah. So that's the key, how, how strong it is. It those parts block you. And they say, and so the idea though is to find out what they're doing for you. What are they doing for you to stop you? And they have a list of the things that they're doing for you. And the other part has a list and then you bring them together and send them to the creative part of you to come up with ways in which you can have the power of both and that's the power of wholeness Mm -hmm. and so that changed all my, my PTSD my being afraid all the time uh it let me travel again by myself you know it was it was a great gift and I've used it in my uh helping people a lot
0: that's powerful because that's quite a traumatic experience and your body is going to hold on to that trauma until you realize and figure out what to do with it um because that's that's yeah. traumatic having a knife held to your yeah. your throat and then being stabbed in the back you know that term don't stab me in the back i mean i can imagine what came just from the energy associated with that that term yeah. Exactly. I can exactly. just imagine what that what havoc that wreaked in your life until you got a hold of it.
1: Yeah, until you let go and then forgive them. Um not it doesn't mean that you uh, approve of someone because yeah. they've hurt you. You they or someone hurt someone else that you love. Uh it just means you let them go. You get yeah. them out of your auric field, you get them out of your energy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's so important i gotta tell you it um i feel like at my age (laughs) which i'm very old and but i think i still look extremely young and i feel extremely young why because i don't have all that stuff that i'm carrying with me yeah i mean i love the phrase the, the idea that why can angels fly because they take things lightly.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are know. there particular angels that you like to work with? Are there particular energies that you prefer to to work with?
1: Yes, I have one particular guide. I call this guide Exaka. And that came from the very beginning when I started of using a Ouija board. And it was spelling out I-O-A-X-A-C-A. And I didn't know what that was. And so I just kind of abbreviated it to IXACA. Well, he, what was being written, which I found out later with people, so many confirmations came in. Because here I was, at, at just before all this happened, I was vice president of a high-tech company in Silicon Valley. You know, I'm traveling around the world being doing uh marketing and being at the forefront of, you know, startup companies. And so to do this was like, I, you know, I don't, it's nice. And I had seen channelers like Jay-Z Knight uh, channeling Ramtha, and I had seen some of this. And I was, and my, and John had was doing automatic writing for t- over 10 years before this.
0: Okay. So I was,
1: and I'm very spiritually oriented, but it was like me doing it, uh mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But anyway, I of Oaxaca was because in one lifetime he was channeling through uh, Quetzalcoatl in the Mayan culture. And in Oaxaca, Mexico, there was a library. And then before that, he was also uh, in uh, Imhotep of Egypt. So all of this, in the describing of it, yes that is my guide my primary guide i have uh done i have let a few others come through that have been very interesting
0: mm. and then
1: what opened up was the mediumship um uh, where you see the person on the other side and mm. they're talking uh, about uh, whatever i did find that the the people who have recently died or have been physically human because exaca is angelic, that energy is just very light and and mm. very warm and loving. Mm. People, uh humans who are on the other side, not so smooth <laughs> usually. Yeah. So I don't bring them in and have them speak through me. I, I listen and then say what they have to say.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've never I've never experienced channeling. Um just the mediumship. So that would be really interesting to have like literally someone speaking through me in that way. I'd love it. Yeah. Can I take a minute to explain how that worked for me? I would love it. Sure.
1: Okay. Um, This is different from your usual subjects, I think.
0: (laughs) No, you know what? That's the thing with this podcast. It's whatever it's whatever hat the person wants to talk about. And I've been finding, it's really interesting, Verlaine, um, that the people that I'm attracting are 9.5 times out of 10 aligned spiritually in some way. There's That's some an, an energetic um, component to their life um, that I've been connecting with. Complete strangers. So no, I love it. I do. I do too.
1: And this has been, this is really interesting for me because um, this is basically the first time I'm really talking about it in public uh, okay. because I, I was satisfied with going to Japan. That was in 1993 through 95. I went about 10 times. They had, kept having me both go back. And then they invited me to, to go to Australia, both Sydney and uh, Melbourne, and then to Hong Kong, And then I went with power places, tours to Bali and into Italy. So it was like all over there. So I could have a regular job
0: yeah,
1: (laughs) and not lose my credibility, but more and more, it's become uh, more accepted, I think. And Mm -hmm. at least I've seen more acceptance. Yes, more
0: people are stepping into their power. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so the uh, we started out with Luigi for uh with the idea cuz his channel said that I could channel also. And I was very picky. I said, uh, well first of all, it has to be a very high being. <laughs> yeah. No pickpockets. Remember the the some one of the people was channeling a pickpocket and I said
0: not no. No, no yeah. No, no, yeah. No. You don't want that and, energy staying with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so What they suggested, they being this uh, lady who had had the garage sale, Kate and her boyfriend suggested that I pretend that my body was a car and that I was going to move over from the driver's seat into the uh, passenger seat. Okay, And then I was going to allow energy to come in. So when I closed my eyes, I saw what looked to me like a seven foot tall light being just incredible light being Mm. and so then the energy started to come in through the left side of my head and then through into the face and the neck into the head and then down the neck and then down into my shoulders and chest and then into my arms in the beginning it didn't go any further than that and then it would stretch you know stretch out and feel like especially my fingers it's like i realize now as i'm doing this that they're pretty tight mm. so and then um I saw in my mind's eye that it's sitting there in the car with me and and then it's going to speak and it spoke with a little bit of different voice I had different breathing wow. much deeper breath that I tried to emulate and not quite I can't quite do it mm-hmm. as myself
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: this different voice and I started to speak and then my body's going like this. Uh, and they said, What are you doing? What are you doing? And uh, I realized I had put my hand on the driver's wheel, <laughs> on the steering wheel, and I was making the car go all over. Right. And oh, uh, oh I know when he first came, he, she is not a, not either. Right. Came in, I said, One false move and you're out of here.
0: <laughs> there you go. Good for you. Boundaries, and boundaries are oh, important. Oh, dear.
1: And so then I <laughs> had grabbed the wheel and they said, Get in the back seat, get in the back seat. Right. So I'm climbing into the back seat in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody is listening, realize I'm not as nutty as this sounds. Close. <laughs> <but not. laughs> I'm in the back seat, and all of a sudden I just go around the the seat and grab the steering wheel. <laughs> and so they said enough enough right because i'm almost falling off the couch and everything and so the energy just moved away so the next day they said why not pretend that you have your own steering wheel right (laughs) and you can take it at any time so i guess that's like a driver training yeah you're in control okay yeah yeah or a a small airplane or something Mm -hmm. so uh so i'm there and i'm like this and this energy comes in And there was so much love, so Mm. much feeling of warmth and love that, um, I relaxed and then I was able to speak. And, uh, so that's how I let the energy in. And then I stayed close and it was slow. Gosh, it was slow. And I just stayed there. And then finally, um, I left my body. I kind of like that. I was a, a yard out in front of this big house and, um, I'm sitting there and uh at a table you know with an umbrella <laughs> listening and so then eventually uh i got to the point where i just said okay you're, you're in charge this is over weeks that best take place and i just went back in the house and got in bed and went to sleep and then one day the uh i closed my eyes and the started to come in and i see this girl in front of me a woman and she had long dark hair, and she said, "Would you like to go traveling?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, okay, you know, because I had gotten enough confidence that what Exaca was saying and how he was he she was answering the questions uh, was good, and I had listened to some tapes uh, that, sure. and I yeah, it's good stuff, you know, and it's it's good information.' And so then she said, "You want to go traveling?" And she took me to Bali. And we went to Bali, and it was beautiful. And it was up on a hillside, and there was a whole um, complex there, and a uh, and houses that had grass roofs. They were like big, but they didn't have really walls. And so then we went to walking down this pathway, and on this wall, the the handles along the wall was like formed like a snake. And then to the right were little caves, we're going down into this little canyon. And then down below was this was this pond. And I got in the pond and it was like there were angelic like like beings there. And it just I was like at a spa, you know, it yeah. was just beautiful. So then when I came back to body, we're connected by the way, to people that don't know. We are always connected with a silver cord that there's until until that's cut, until you let go. And go into other dimensions. You're connected. You're always to the tethered body. to your body, tethered to your body, and you can travel anywhere. And uh, it was it was fascinating. So I came back. Well, <laughs> about a year later, uh, Power Places Tours. I I learned about, and I became friends with the lady that was organizing it, and uh, I got to go to Bali. And when I went to Bali, I met. Uh, the lady that had come to visit me. Oh wow, Joni oh, wow. Clare was her name, and she was that same bubbly person, which she still is today. And uh, she was friends with a uh, Linda Garland who had a complex up in Abood. and I went there with her. It was exactly the same. There was the uh, places, there was the uh, steps going down, and and the water down below
0: now she Uh, had to have recognized you right
1: yeah okay
0: that's cool wow it is
1: because what i needed the confirmations you know as a very doubting uh, curious but doubting person
0: yeah
1: and uh so over and over and over i got confirmations of what i was seeing and what i was experiencing and uh so my mom would say you know, because I had groups then people came to hear uh, the channeling and everything. And my mom said, do you really believe all that stuff you're talking about? And <laughs> I said, mom, it's not a belief. It's an experience
0: yeah
1: and the experience is like you, you can believe that you went to the grocery store, but if you go go to the grocery store and you come back with the groceries, it's a pretty good chance you went to the grocery store. you know did so. you even
0: were you even aware of what was being said when it was being said? I could be present and do that. Yes. Okay. and in the
1: beginning, I was there, but it was I didn't need to leave to let it be faster, probably, okay. but it just seemed easier. At the time, but at different times I'd stay present and oh god, I get in the way. (laughs) There was one example that was so unique. Um, we I would Exaka would go around the room and have people ask questions, and uh and what was fascinating was when we closed the eyes when I when Exaka came in and then opened my eyes. I wanted to be able to open my eyes, yeah. A lot of channelers keep their eyes closed. Which is easier because you're staying in that space, yeah. But I wanted to be able to do it because I wanted people to be able to look in my eyes, friends look in my eyes, and say, "Are you there?" Mm. <laughs> you know, be able to see it again. I'm always questioning, and uh. But anyway, as he went around the room looking, he would see patterns, and now I can do it also, where you see patterns around people, and 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 lifetimes or ideas or whatever floating in okay. our auras. And um, so this one lady, when it was time to ask a question, she said, I have something wrong with my eyes. And uh, I just wondering, you know, how that's connected to the past or, or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Ixaka, as the Exaca was uh, that imagery of her past life coming in, I'm also seeing it. And she is in the vi- image, she is standing in a, in a firing squad. And she didn't want a um, a blindfold,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she's looking straight ahead. And they sh- someone shot her in the eyes. And I said, "You can't, uh, you know." I'm in the background to Exaca, and I'm saying, "You can't say that. You can't say that." And uh, he said, "Just a minute, just a minute." <laughs> he just he usually does with me. Just a minute, and uh, he he told her what he saw, and she says, "Oh my God." That's what's wrong with my eyes. I have holes in them. She actually had holes in this lifetime in her eyes. Crazy,
0: wow, yeah. Well, and so I, I got, a, a question. I have so many questions. When you, when you go under, is it always Exaka that is going to channel? Do you ever have to worry about other energies trying to channel through you, or do you have enough control now where you know that it's him or it, him, he, she?
1: the angel yeah um first of all there's no one in body or out of body that's stronger than you are that is what i was told and that is what is true for everyone we unfortunately don't believe that usually and so we let other people take control of our lives so Yes. First of all, the the, it 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 always is exaca, and exaca can make certain that no unpleasant entities try to enter my body. Okay, and Mm -hmm. and then I'm aware of that. Mm -hmm. One exception that was very interesting is I was um uh, a friend of mine was acting as a surrogate. For a friend of hers, who was in Brunei, and she was there at the palace in Brunei, which if anybody wants to know a, very, a really unusual sort of experience of knowing a place, uh, Brunei is one. I mean, there's his palace, I don't know how many rooms, but it's like 500 rooms, 1,000 rooms, I don't know, it's huge. And she, her friend had, had written to her and said that she was very unhappy being there and so forth. Okay. I think she was being treated like a concubine. She was just treated as, you know, that was what I think was going on. Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, I, she was going to be the surrogate. So I went into, uh, into trance and into space. I left my body and I'm traveling to Brunei. It's interesting, you don't need to know where Brunei is on the map or anything. You just say, I'll, yeah. I'll go to Brunei, and there yeah. you're, you are, and I was in the palace. And I'm going through, they had almost every, it'd be nice to it, it, to have confirmation of this, but what I saw was almost every group of rooms has a patio in the middle of it. Okay. You know, it's like a constant loss of patio. So I'm there in one patio, I haven't found the girl yet, and I see these priests that are there, and they see me as a ghost being in their their view and so I think I think I'll go back to my body and they followed me back and they came in to the body and oh my gosh it was so uncomfortable and I had to I was supposed to do a a channeling I did her reading before the channeling for the group and I had to go to the bathroom and and it was yeah to get rid of and and with help they got out, but it was interesting. Of uh, like a week later, I was getting a massage back on the mountain. I was living in Idlewild, up in the mountain, and it was I had this retreat center, and um, they came to visit while I was getting a massage. The priests, and they said, "We work with the earth, with the energy of the earth." You kept talking about light energy. What is this light energy? It was fascinating. They didn't know. And so I was trying to explain to them. These are like magicians, I guess, because they're working with what we call dark energy. It isn't dark energy. It's just earth energy. It's powerful. But it's like what magicians of the past would have used.
0: Okay. So, yes,
1: that was an exception. Um yeah, I don't, I don't bring in energy that is, um, it's going to be upsetting to my body.
0: Yeah. That's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating, especially as someone who's as spiritual as I am in this, this is my path now. So it's, I love, I could speak to you all day, all day. I easily. understand. I, understand. <laughs>
1: I, I just feel so grateful that it turned out this way. And, uh, and how easy it is for me to explain. And, um, I'm, I'm very grateful at another time, if you wanted, you know, I could bring in Exaka and Oh, I would love that.
0: To-
1: yeah. That absolutely
0: love that. That would be like, <laughs> that would be a gift. I would love it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's for those of you out there that think, oh gosh, this is, if you happen to be Christian or some other religion that you're um that doesn't seem to think this is a real or a good idea um just know that it's always always positive is always full of light and yes there are entities that are not and i agree with that and there's a lot of humans on the other side who uh have had difficult times and they're still acting out you know on the astral they're realm.
0: still learning their lesson trying to learn the lessons that they were meant to learn yeah. Exactly. And I'm just so sorry that,
1: you know, what's happening on the planet now is, um, as Xavier explains, is the energy of the planet itself is increasing. It's the vibrational frequency is increasing. And what it's doing is bringing up all the past uh, anger, upset, pain, sadness that has been part of the planetary experience. And so that's what you're seeing in terms of this chaotic behavior of things going off the chart, basically. And so the most important thing you can do is to raise your own thought processes, do your affirmation, say positive things, really watch your words. Don't say things you don't want to be true, okay? Yeah. Don't say god i feel miserable today oh yes. i'm so tired energy
0: you're amazing. putting out yes 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 you're creating it yeah
1: that's the most important thing to understand and remember 100 of the time 24 7 you have guys that are with you angels yeah guardian yeah, for angels, them
0: yeah 100 of the time your spirit that's- tribe i call them my spirit tribe
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're there and they say I did, so I just said, you know, almost the time we just. This is a, an example, a, an exaggeration, perhaps, but is ever standing next to you, and we're, you know, putting our thumbs, waiting for you to ask for something, waiting for you to ask for a uh, some help or a uh, a project or a new house, whatever you're asking for, mm-hmm. okay? And we wait and we wait, and then finally you say, God, I'd really like to move out of this house and into a bigger house, you know i i would really like that and uh he said oh wow they get all excited when they start making connections they start making sure that you see a little sign when you go to the grocery store you know they get everything all set up and so it's ready to go and then you say
0: oh but that can't happen Mm -hmm. and they say stop everything (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) it's funny because when i journal um journaling is a huge part of my connection to spirit. And, um, I always end with, to my spirit guides, please continue to help me and show me the way and make sure I see signs. If I don't see the signs hit me upside the head so that I see the signs. So (laughs) yeah, I always say that, oh my God, I must've been so frustrating to them because it's taken me a long time in human, human years. To get where I am now, um, and they're probably like, "Yay, finally!" They're like doing cheers over there. Finally, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, and it
1: doesn't mean that you don't uh, take care of business. You take care of business
0: much better. Yes, I because you're following you guidance. That is true guidance. It's not your human brain. No, I calling... call it the un- universal AI.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Yeah. And it's not artificial. It's not artificial. It's a it, real thing. It's universal yeah. intelligence and you tap into it. You can ask any question and they will answer. And yeah. it's, you know, it's just, it's just fabulous to be connected it and is. I want everybody to be connected. So I know, much.
0: <laughs> I know it's such a great feeling. And this is, this is so, I love speaking to you so much and I'm doing a work. I just did a workshop on, um, in, it was called the intuition one-on-one and November 4th, I'm doing one on energy 101. So, um, you know, beginner level for how important your energy is and your mindset. And so I'm going to bring in some pieces of this conversation as well, just to to reinforce um, how important it is to um, get rid you of would- the stuff that's holding you down. Get Just get it out, you know? Yeah, you've got to look at, you might enjoy looking at the power of
1: wholeness because I definitely will. Yeah, because it really uh, talks about all of that. There's a lot about intuition. There's a lot about the energy. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to put as much as I could in, and mm-hmm. and and there's yeah. wow. You are encouraging me. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go.
0: Book number two, Verlene. Let's go. <laughs> the power yeah. of wholeness, part two. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, yes. because yeah, which will be talking about the channeling and mm. uh, getting that book together. And John, um, my partner, uh, is amazing. He's got this incredible art. He he does these drawings that are spiritual that are off the chart. Uh, and he has thousands of them like t- two thousand I think he did at least two thousand since pandemic oh my God. and um and does they he have sell them
0: does he mm-hmm. have like a place where he I sells- haven't
1: put up the site yet I've got to put up a website
0: yeah you i and- oh, do it because there is such a need and there's so many we were talking about um how the vibration of the of is lifting is increasing because there are so many more people that are, walking into who they are yes. and becoming aware of energy and becoming aware of source. And um there's going to be a huge market for people that are wanting to look at a visual of what they know in their heart. Mm-hmm. So I Thank encourage you. him to do what he needs. Yeah, he's to ready. To get he's, had,
1: out. he's ready to get him out. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, absolutely beautiful. He did. He's done Uh, like the hand of God and and the planets are being created and it's all done in beautiful colors. And I mean, it is just so much that, that is so inspirational. Um, Yeah. yeah. And for the
0: listener, it has nothing to do with religion, nothing (laughs) to do with religion. Religion was, God was hijacked by religion. This is spirituality. This is connection to the universe connection to source connection to where we all come from. So if you're not re- religious, th- that's okay. If you are religious, that's okay. But no, this is energy. Energy is science. It's science. There's We are made of energy. We have energy. So, because um, I know there's a huge, this is all woo-woo versus science versus religion. And it's all one.
1: It is. It is all one. I've been reading a fascinating book. I'll, I'll get the name for you uh, about uh, simultaneous realities. And that, you know, everyone's talking about the fact that it's our lives, past and future and other lives that are lives that you are, that create are created when you make a decision. Okay. And you have two roads to go. Well, according to the information we're receiving, both roads go forward. So you are over here, but the road that was over here to... That would have led you to becoming famous, <laughs> or whatever the the mm-hmm. outcome would, would yeah. be, or to be married, or whatever yeah. it was that you didn't do. The that's still going. Yes. And so what he's making a very if it's all simultaneous, which a way to imagine that is a projector that is sending out light from source, the source energy of the universe, and sending out light beams. Okay. And that is your projection of all these different streams of life that are simultaneous happening for you. So he says, you don't have to create a different life. It's already there. Just got to tap into it. Yeah. 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 And that it has been, uh, you know, I, it's interesting when we read books or we listen to people, Each one has a way of saying things that somehow finally click that recognition, you know, and I see that so clearly because of way I've I've had so many careers and backgrounds and things. And you talk about hats. I mean, it's it's absurd how much because I was a marketing person of a variety of life, be a marketing person because you can market anything. And yep. I've got the, the Lodge at Pebble Beach, uh, the Queen Mary Project, the uh, Capitol Records, you know, da da, 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 you know, because you're there with the idea of helping them bring it out to the world. Mm-hmm. If you're a communicator, as I am, a communicator is being your basic self, then that's an excellent way to go forward if you're a, a young person want to work in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's dynamic. And there's so much you can do. I, I even learned to paint. Uh, you know, seventy six. I went to Costco and they had a, uh, a, what do you call it? A tripod with a, you know, the little set yeah. that you get. I said, I'm yeah. finally going to paint a painting. You know, and then John saw it and he said, and he's an artist. You know, and he said, you're you're good. You know, I'm going to get you big easel and uh, the paint and the canvas. And then he was there as a mentor, and so I've got these beautiful paintings. It's just, you know, it's wild what we can do, but we don't know it because we don't try it.
0: Yeah. And we don't ask for help from our spirit tribe who can help us tap into
1: that creative ability. Yes. And please, anybody out there, do something creative. I don't care what it is. If it's art, Mm -hmm. pottery, and you don't have to be able to draw a straight line in order to do art. You
0: use Mm -hmm. beautiful
1: colors. You could be a fun. writer.
0: You could be uh, creative in any way, decorating, you fashion. I mean, there's so many different ways to be creative. Singing, dancing, problem solving <laughs> can be creative. Let's let's make a creative process for this problem solving. So yeah, yes. so many different yes. levels. Yes. So well, this this is wonderful. It, I can't even <laughs> tell you how excited I, I am to talk to you. Everything <laughs> happens as it's supposed to, and we were meant to meet clearly for a reason. So. Yes. I so enjoyed the conversation with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really I
1: feel really like I've met another soul sister. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's wonderful. Is there is do you want to um I know I have the books and I'll um where can people find these self-help books? Let's are doing. They're on Amazon. On Amazon? And, okay. and
1: I have everything, all my books uh written up on uh, my website is called uh creative life adventures.com
0: okay perfect i'll put the uh, link in
1: there yeah you put that there and then uh also i forgot to mention that uh john wrote a book so 400 page fantasy spiritual inspirational novel that is so much fun it gives you a beautiful context for life and Mm -hmm. for going beyond this life and uh it was compared to alice in wonderland and the pilgrim's progress uh, that he's a genius storyteller da, da da and he won 12 book awards really oh
0: that's 12. awesome i'm gonna have to check yep. that out as well i edited it and published it oh, wonderful. oh it's
1: it's just fabulous i mean i I love every minute of it and uh does he have the same last name as well. is
0: that john is that john crawford
1: teresi no teresi t-e-r-e-s-s-i okay and if uh, you go to the book I'm... section uh yeah if you go to the book section of uh creative life adventures and then he also r- wrote alchemy of the seven harmonies which is taking the seven harmonies that are in the uh portals in time you uh, see it's, it's a quest for an old age They go looking for time travel nice. to go look for an old age and how, how to stay young and because people are dying younger and it's uh yeah but everything's
0: in that one website i could they can find everything about you and creativelifeadventures.com correct
1: okay perfect lots of blogging posts and interesting spiritual stuff
0: great oh okay this is wonderful thank you so much thank you and to the listeners thanks for joining us i'll catch you next time on the hats we wear